Hello, and welcome to Association Transformation, the not-so-new, more than international. I think we have more countries on our list now than, than ever before, so mm-hmm. we're, we're international, we're worldwide, we are coming to you week by week with new conversations and new initiatives and innovations, all in the association and nonprofit space, and I'm excited to be with my co-host, Mr. Andrew Chamberlain. Hello, how are you? I'm well. I'm very well. Thank you for asking. You never really turn it back to me, but I appreciate you. Uh, How dare you? I appreciate you, you asking. D- oh my God, I can't believe you said that. That's so rude. <laughs> my God. I'm I'd... just acknowledging that you're, you know, you're giving giving my my emotions and wellness and some consideration. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't get used to it, right? Okay. Don't get used to it. Move <laughs> okay, on. Okay. So we're back to normal. Good. I uh, want to thank Brewer Pratt Solutions and Consort Strategy, um, our, our partners and sponsors for this podcast, as well as the Institute of Association Leadership. Um, I'm uh, maybe even more than the sponsors. I'm really excited about our guest. Um, she and I go way, way back. Um, we won't tell you or admit how long it's been, but she is uh, one of those tech gurus. You know, you find people in different segments of the industry that you just trust, and they seem to be able to say things in a way that you can understand. And mm-hmm. I'm not techie. I wholly admit. Oh, don't you're not techie I either. Can, I, I am techie. I am techie compared to you. I am. I mean, you know. I mean, well, that's not know, saying I... a lot, okay? <laughs> if that's what you're hanging your hat on, then you're in trouble too. You're my benchmark okay? as long as. Oh you my know, god. Yeah. <clears throat> It's just when you admitted earlier on that you you are, you have an HP. I thought, yeah, she's not techie whatsoever, actually. <laughs> because you have a Mac and I have an HP. What can I say? Yeah, you oh, know the Mac speaks okay. for itself. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna fight this battle right now. But uh, oh, Mary's right now actually, we're not. <laughs> not right now. Let's let's put this in the parking lot. Um. Anyway, come on. I want to introduce Mary. She's here. She's waiting. She's uh she's on the West Coast, so it's 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 early for her. Um. Anyway, I am excited to to bring to the podcast Mary Gross, a longtime friend, a longtime IT and association uh, consultant and contributor, and the person I bring in to work with my chapters, my associations, my clients, when uh, technology integration is necessary for websites, for their tech stack getting out of control, anything that I need her to help translate from tech speak into association speak. Mm-hmm. Mary Gross is is my go to person. Mary, thanks for having uh, th- making the time to be with us and oh, putting up with our pleasure. putting up with our banter. <laughs> it's great fun. It's a great way to start the day. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And now you know these days you're so entrepreneurial and you you have your hands in so many in so many projects. Um, I'm I'm excited about your newest venture. You're one of the founders of Advertise My Nonprofit. And as That's I understand great. it, this really takes on one of the one of the areas that I I don't know anything about, and that's Google Ad Grants. I, I admit it, I, Andrew. I are just, you laughing? Just, yeah, <laughs> it's just the way you said. It's just it's one of just just one of the few things one. I don't know anything about. This it's, I can count them on one hand. Okay, <laughs> I don't know anything about Google Ad Grants. Well, I'm brave enough to admit it, and I'm brave play. enough to you know ask what? for help. Do you know what? Neither do I. So thank goodness you're here, Mary. Thank goodness <laughs> you've joined us. We've been recording this podcast for about 45 minutes, and we still haven't actually said anything about Google Ad Grants. <laughs> well, Mary's here to save us, okay? 
I think as Andrew and I've gotten more involved with the Institute for Association Leadership, and I know I have more philanthropic clients, Google ad grants are something that have come up, you know, not only today, yesterday, but in these last kind of 12 months. How did this come about for you? How did Advertise My Nonprofit come about for you? Well, as you mentioned, I've been in this space a long time and have certainly known about the Google grant for many years. Um, it, it actually came into being in 2003. I was at the wow. conference. Yeah, I was at the conference of nonprofit tech people when Google announced that this was going to be available. So it's been around a long time. They've got a lot of track uh, uh, history, et cetera. And uh, many, many nonprofits have, have come to use it over the years. So I've worked with it, you know, over the course of my career. But in last year, um, I did a workshop for a local nonprofit. And we were kind of trying to do what the heartbeat of what was happening in the nonprofit sector as a result of the pandemic. How were people responding? What was, you know, what was happening? Some, some nonprofits were having record contributions coming into their organizations because people's generosity was, was, um, was there. So, but in interviewing nonprofits ahead of time, I discovered that a lot of them either were not using the grant or were using it, but it wasn't very effective in the sense of not being um, generating the kinds of activity that they had hoped for, et cetera. And so I started doing more research and determined that there were enough people that had it, but that because their internal team is not as proficient in managing advertising as they could or should be, they weren't getting the benefit from the grant. So I did my research and determined this is something I would like to do in, in the sense of take all the marketing and nonprofit experience that I've had over the last 25 years plus um, and turn it into an assist uh, for nonprofits. And um, so that's how we started advertising well, there you nonprofit. Go. Now, you mentioned nonprofits and, you know, I like, I usually use the term associations because I'm coming from the membership space. Is the Google ad grant opportunity really only for the charitable side? Is this nonprofit specific versus trade association or membership association specific? It, you have to be a 501c3 under the IRS code. So if you are something other than that, it is likely not applicable. Um, it is targeted at the charitable nonprofits. And I know I, I was looking up to see if the IAL might be eligible for this. And Andrew, I don't know if you've done any work in the UK with the Google ad grants. Oh, wait, you nope. already admitted you don't know anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Mm -hmm. um, but I know we didn't qualify because we nope. weren't of the right type of community interest entity that uh, that you needed to be in the UK. So this is something there that are available worldwide, but you mm -hmm. in every in every circumstance you have to be the right type of organization. Correct. Well, like all things, there's eligibility criteria. For, so how would they how would they qualify in what's the criteria um because I mean I don't really I you just said some letters there in numbers 501c3 something. Well, I I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in this country, that's the um, the the under the Internal Revenue Service, which is the the tax yep. uh, 
organization of this country. They have classifications for all kinds of companies and nonprofits, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And that that is the one for nonprofits in this country. I'm, I have to admit, I don't know what it is in your country, but. And 501c3s um, is a large designation. So it includes philanthropic, it includes charitable, it does include some individual membership societies. So that's mm-hmm. still quite a large um, exactly amount of the, the nonprofit entities in this country, but it, it would it would exclude those trade entities and uh, and trade associations um, so on what grounds did we just what grounds did we not qualify for it then the uk had other restrictions you'll have to ask uh, izzy to, to oh my goodness me i'm just gonna blame brexit i'm just gonna say brexit <laughs> i'm just gonna say it's probably that it's probably yeah you blame it on that right yeah yeah there's there's some other eligibility criteria that that uh is in play as well and um one of them is the uh, the organization has to be registered with the global nonprofit called TechSoup. And if people are not familiar with TechSoup, it's an amazing technology support system for nonprofits throughout the world. And it's TechSoup.org. Oh. So nonprofits would have to be registered there. And like with all things that um, are provided for free. There are some strings attached mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in terms of terms of service. There are guardrails on how this program can be used and things you cannot do. So as long as you stay within the guardrails, you'll have a, a really successful program. There are certain 501c3s, which is that classification for yep. nonprofit, mm-hmm. that are not allowed to have this grant. And they fall under uh, kind of a looser part, but one of them is education. So there are academic institutions who are technically a 501c3, but they don't qualify for this grant because Google has a special grant for education institutions. But hospitals and certain kinds of healthcare organizations are also not qualified. So for the most part, it's very widespread in terms of the number and types of nonprofits that can Uh, apply for the grant. And the final uh, criteria is that they have to have a working website that or landing page that provides adequate and relevant, and that's a big word for Google, Mm -hmm. is relevant Mm -hmm. detail on the nonprofit. So it it needs to be clear to someone coming to to the page what the nonprofit does and what the benefit of participation is. So even if you're selling a product, your nonprofit is selling a product. When you come to the page and it says this T-shirt is for sale, it says proceeds for this shirt go to benefit blah blah blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. how that's how they work it. So you know, for an organization to even consider pursuing something like this, if they do meet those criteria, which they'll need to look into individually and in, in whatever. Uh, you know, region they're in governed by those rules. Mm-hmm. Um, how much money are we talking about here? I mean, is this like winning the marketing lottery? What what <laughs> what kind in of a way, a chunk of cash are we talking about? In a way, it is. Okay, so as as consumers, we often are leery of the word free <laughs> because it mm-hmm. it comes with it comes with you know things. But in this case. The, the grant is actually free. There is no dollar exchange between the nonprofit and Google. So they, they, just write a check. they allow the, yeah, no, there's no cash. <laughs> yeah. 
you just get to use their advertising up yeah. to ten thousand oh, dollars. Got it. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up to so ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Best way to describe it. Okay. And you have to spend uh, a certain amount of money every day. So you have to spend at least three hundred and twenty nine dollars every day. Okay. And for some nonprofits, that's tricky because they, you know, they're not really um, sophisticated in 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 maximizing the the spend. So, but the but the the actual cost of the advertising is zero. Now but there are in that number. I'm sorry that that number only gets you like 25 or 26 days of advertising. Yeah, but that's quite, I mean, that quite a lot. That's quite a lot. It's ten thousand dollars every month, right? What in perpetuity? So if you if you qualify for it, you could just keep yes. on getting ten thousand dollars a month yes. for forever. Yes. If you keep qualifying, wow! If you wow. qualify and if you play by the rules. So, so I'm yes. just on I, and I'm on. just wow. Yeah, well, I'm just so I'm just looking here at, at what the kind of the qualifications are. I just want to clarify this for listeners in the UK. Um, because I'll I'll cop it in the neck if we don't mention this. Uh, but you we need uh, your nonprofit needs to be a registered charity in the UK, which many trade associations, membership bodies, uh, professional associations are. Um, arguably, as many aren't, but this is certainly something that is readily available to uh, the membership environment in the UK. But that blows my mind that I could get the 10 grand's worth of advertising every single month. Wow. That's just brilliant. That's just How often wow. do you have to reapply? I mean, how... You how... don't. What? You don't. So it just keeps Again, on going. It just keeps on going. But like this I said, is... it started this... in 2003. This is too good to be true. This... <laughs> <laughs> it it oh just keeps gosh. on going unless, unless you do something that that disqualifies you. And I worked with a, a nonprofit recently that six years ago, the people that managed, you know, the grant then, they don't still don't know what happened, but they somehow or other their account got hacked or whatever. And ads were placed that pointed people to uh, right. inappropriate mm-hmm. pages. Mm-hmm. And so the grant was shut down and mm-hmm. everything we tried to get that, that grant reinstated, even six oh. years later, Google so one strike, no. you're out. One strike, and you're yeah. out. Yeah. So you you know it's it and, and it, to me it's sort of fair. They're giving you this valuable resource, and if you don't manage it properly, and don't you know follow their guidelines, then yeah, you you lose the benefit. But so, they're not giving any support. I mean, they're not giving you to your point the training or the handholding. They give you this credit. You draw it down, but you have to know what you're doing and know how to meet their expectations. Well, yeah, no, it's not fair to say they don't give any support. They provide a lot of information on their website, and they have organized a group of volunteers. So there are volunteers out there who will support people as they get the grant, et cetera. But volunteers are volunteers, and you know sometimes they stick with it and sometimes they don't. So there is a lot of support, and there's tons of videos and Facebook groups and, and, you know, just like everything, there's mm. support out there if you look for it. But but organizations uh, often just pay somebody to do it because they they want the the efficacy of the, the yeah. professional assistance. Mm-hmm. So because how impactful are Google ads 
I mean, what? What? I mean, I'm guessing there's a lot of data demonstrating you know, simple things like click-throughs or whatever. But you know, do right. we? What, what are the data? What? What is the, is the data around this? Well, there's you know, all advertising is just as good as it's designed from the yeah. standpoint mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the quality of language, the quality of strategy, etc. So all of those things are in play. Now, one thing about the Google Grant that um, is a little different is the grant only pays for what is called search marketing. So that is when you go to a Google page and you type something in and the results come up on the page and you see the ads at the top, that is referred to as search marketing. It does not pay for what's called retargeting, which most people find very annoying. Um, It doesn't pay for um, display banners. So the little banners that end up on, you know, different pages and stuff. So the grant can only be used by search marketing, but search marketing of all of those tactics is the most effective. If you look at advertising on social media, advertising through banner ads, et cetera, none of them are as effective as search marketing. So it could, it could generate of, of the results, it could generate an excess of 60% of the, of the activity. So it's quite effective. Um, now, the trick is you send the adver- you send people to the page, whatever mm-hmm. you know campaign page or you know yeah. membership page or whatever it is. Now, if that page is not effective, yeah, then comes, yeah. mm. <laughs> you get the traffic there. You get the traffic to the front door, but Attention. you got, still got to yeah. get people to open the door. So. Potentially, it's counterintuitive if, yeah, the destination is poor. No one's going to want to carry on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So the work that you're doing with organizations is not just to help them understand, qualify, and secure the grant itself, but it's to have that that place, that landing place, and, and what you're then directing people to do be effective and be relevant right. to the organization's mission. Right. We, we often uh, get asked about landing pages. Why do you have to have them? What good are they, et cetera? Um, in the old days, people just sent people to the homepage of a, and if you think about it, the user gets to the homepage and thinks, what am I supposed to do here? Well, if you direct the traffic to a specific location, then your messaging can be very concrete and very detailed and your calls to action can be very clear about what you want people to do. People are very good at executing what you want them to do if you are explicit in the ways that you um, ask them. So, um, you know, landing pages are, especially ones that are specifically designed for something, are always the most effective. And all of us that that participate on the Internet hit landing pages all the time. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. sometimes they are part of the website and sometimes they're kind of separate. Um, so for us, once we get people to that page, one of the things that we do is we have had things coded so that we can track the metrics of exactly what's happening. And then we get what's called a conversion Mm -hmm. and marketers love conversions Uh because that's something they can hang their hat on in terms of success and ROI. So, so you say you're coding it in a way. Can you tell where they're coming from? That they're coming from the Google ant. They're coming from the that exactly. pass through, and you can say that came from as a result exactly. of of the grant. Great. Right. 
If, if things are coded properly on a website, we can, or, or you know, emails that go out, we can um, get very specific with the analytics to really parse out exactly what's happening, what the sources of activity are, and how successful each of those sources are. Mm -hmm. Well, I think websites is, uh, <laughs> as we open that can of worms, uh, oh, no, websites <laughs> themselves uh, would have to be a 12-part series uh, for the podcast yeah. to tackle everything that they could, should, and, and might be. So we, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how deep to go into the website world, but I think it's very exciting that there's, I mean, I had no idea the amount of money we're talking about, but the opportunity that exists to drive traffic to your site, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, <laughs> but drive that traffic there and potentially increase donors, increase members, subscribers, uh, letter signers, you know, anything that you could ask people to do as it relates to a charity. Um, I think, uh, I think it's, it's, it's impressive. I mean, what organization wouldn't want to go through this? Exactly. And I, you know, I often get that question about, should we get the grant, you know, et cetera. And I always answer, well, why not? And, and there are certain kinds of organizations that it's not in their benefit. So for instance, if you get all of your funding through the federal government, you don't need to advertise. But there are no. many, many organizations mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. could benefit. So if you think about, um, could you use more eyeballs on your website? Could you, more traffic means more participation potentially. So so yes, it's it's a why not. It, it doesn't hurt to, to check into it and, and get a better understanding of what the value of participating might be. Well, and I like the idea, you know, from a staff executive perspective of, Hey everybody, we want to do this Google Ad Grant thing, but we don't have the website that's best positioned to maximize the impact. So, uh, you know, if if that's your excuse to get the website cleaned up and ready to go first, you know, that may not be a bad thing either. Um, yeah, plus and that this that is definitely something we always um, uh, talk about is is whether or not it's um, in everyone's. And there's certainly advantages and disadvantages. But it's one of those individual things that's organization specific. And that is mm -hmm. kind of the conversation that we have with people as well. Well, Mary, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. I mean, Andrew and I have both gotten quite an education today. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, for the listeners, I, I love the, the idea of just planting the seed, helping, giving, helping exactly. to give them an awareness, an yeah. awareness of this opportunity that there are organizations uh, like Advertise My Nonprofit that can walk you through this. Yep. Mm -hmm. But even exactly. just an awareness of, of the potential funding, the support that's out there, and uh, and that criteria. I encourage everyone eligible to look into this. Yeah. I also, I think I also that's, go on, go on, Mary. Go on, uh, oh, I was just going to say, that's what I love about it, is the fact that it, it can open doors for people that they couldn't open on their own. And that's the beauty of it. And I think also just my final reflection is that I think also it gives you it, it's an excuse, if you like, or the reason why you then look at your broader um, marketing and advertising and communications piece. You know, if you're if you're if you're benefiting from 10 grand a month, you may as well make the most of it. So you may as well make sure what's behind it is is worth looking at. So I, I love that it just it points to the whole piece. It's not just a simple Look, here's some here's some Google ads. Get on with it. It's actually much more sophisticated than that. Yeah, I like it. Exactly. I love it. That's great. 
I mean, such such potential, such opportunity for the organizations willing to get educated, get hands on and, and put it in into place. Well, Mary, thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. we, we need to have you back as part of a panel um, on websites because that that is probably the bigger environment um, that oh. we're talking about here in terms of yeah. success yeah. And, and marketing potential. Um, so please do come back and thank you so much. For, for getting up. <laughs> Thanks for getting up early to join <laughs> us this good. morning. We, uh, we very much appreciate it. And if you have any ideas or suggestions for a guest or a topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can tweet us at Association Transformation or email us hello at yourconsort.com. And we'll draw upon all of Andrew's four friends and then my network <laughs> to come up with topics that, that do push the envelope in the association space. Um, we hope you've enjoyed listening. You can find Association Transformation wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to make us one of your favorites. And until next time, Stay well and put your members and your mission first. Association Transformation is brought to you in partnership between Consult Strategy and Brewer Pratt Solutions in support of the Institute of Association Leadership.